guys? Today we got a question from our buddy Brad who says that he's at a fork in the road in his life. Now, before I begin, the very first thing that he wanted to bring to my attention is that he took the call to adventure. He watched one of my videos and uh, he found that he was moving down the path towards losership. He was kind of stuck at home playing video games, smoking weed, and generally being a nobody. So what he did was he packed up and moved across country and took a job in sales. And, uh, and, and that's a great choice because a job in sales forces you to sink or swim. When you work in sales, you don't have the uh, luxury of a salary and someone there to catch you all the time even though you're fucking up. In sales, you got to go out there and you got to bust your ass, otherwise shit doesn't happen. So if many of, these, many of you guys who are watching this, if you're looking for a career and you're not exactly sure what you want to go do, go into a career in sales because it is a form of personal development. You've got to develop a lot of character traits, a lot of virtues in order to succeed in sales. And, uh, and what our friend has discovered as he packed up, moved out, and, and took a job in sales is that the field of salesmanship offers a lot of mentorship. And this is true. Some of the greatest mentors that I've had have been in sales. In fact, Brian Tracy, who I, I listen to almost all of his audio pro programs, is a sales coach. And, uh, and our friend has met many sales mentors. One of the reasons why this works so well is because the mentors usually benefit from having their uh, new salesmen do well. But at the same time, these mentors have become success successful themselves and they offer great benefits to young salesmen. It's, it's, a, it's a fantastic profession. And our friend is doing really well, specifically because he's met so many wonderful mentors, men, older men who have become successful, he says, not only in finances, but also in their family. And they're men that he would like to emulate. And he's doing a wonderful job. The thing is that he left behind him many good friends who he had already started a business with. Now, the business hadn't made any money, and it still hasn't made any money. And in fact, when our friend packed up and left, uh, the, the business was kind of falling apart. But when he left, his friend called him and said, hey, what about this business that we started? And, uh, and our buddy Brad said, look, guys, you know, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm moving on. In fact, it doesn't seem like things are going any further. And all of a sudden, his friends are mobilized and excited. They're like, whoa, 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 wait a second, no. We're going to do this business. Bro, you can't leave us. We're going to do it. Meanwhile, they had been potheads and lazy bums just like Brad was previously. But now they're energized because they see Brad doing big things and he left them. I can understand. You're at a fork in the road and, uh, and, and there are a few things that I want to offer you. You're at an interesting cross in the road, uh, uh, fork in the road. And, I, and I'll say it like this. The fork in the road is between your immaturity and maturity. Boyhood and manhood. You've already stepped on the road towards manhood. You're on your way to becoming a man. You're doing wonderful things, but you've, you've made some decisions and you've got some baggage left over from your boyhood that you're going to have to squash. Now, I don't like to offer advice too much in these videos. I like to offer perspectives or uh, a way for you to get to look at the question behind the question. That's really what I want to offer, simply because I truly believe that you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't, and that successful people don't make the right decisions, they make their decisions right. So whatever you choose, it's not about the circumstances, it's about how you choose to approach the circumstances that will make you a success. And you've already made some pretty significant choices in a direction that I believe is the better choice, but you still got this baggage with your friends.
So what do you do? A part of Brad's issue is that he, he knows he wants to be an entrepreneur and he doesn't want to work for someone for the rest of his life. And being in sales, although there's a ton of autonomy associated with it, you're, you're, you're selling products or services for another company. And Brad says, I'd like to be an entrepreneur, meaning I want my own. And don't we all? It's, it's an idea that is very pleasing to most, but I don't think most of us understand what's involved there. And I know for a fact that I didn't know what was involved there when I began as an entrepreneur. Many of us go into entrepreneurship for the wrong reasons. Uh, I know I did. It worked out for me because of some of the good things I got going on for myself. But my reason for going into entrepreneurship, and I'm sure many of you will, will this will resonate with you, is because I just wanted to say fuck you to everyone who would have been my boss or my patriarch in some way, someone who is above me. I don't want anybody telling me what to do. I don't want anybody making decisions for me. I don't want anybody guiding me and directing me in my life and making me do things that I don't want to do. See, so for me it's a lot of selfishness and fear. Fear of, uh, of the designs of those who might be above me. Right? And this is, all this is covered in a very interesting book that I mentioned last week called Iron John and why so many men become distrustful of the patriarchy. It has a lot to do with their relationships with their fathers. But regardless, I wanted to say, fuck you, I'm doing it myself. And many of you might say the same thing because you don't want anybody telling you what to do. I'd really like to go down that route with regard to what happens in the home with the father and why that creates this distrustfulness in us. But uh, maybe for another video. But otherwise, you know, listen to the audio program Iron John. It's all about becoming a man. So resonates with many of you. So I took that adventure into entrepreneurship. You know, it was easy for me to cut off ties with my friends because that's the way I do things. I cut and run. I don't have very many heavy attachments to people and circumstances from the past to any great degree. I'm a visionary, I move forward. But you have, you've got your, your hands tangled. You've got your, your hands tied up. And I'm not gonna tell you to, to chop off your relationship with your friends, but what I can offer you some perspectives on what you're actually asking for if you decide to be an entrepreneur, especially with these guys who happen to be, they're losers, versus the wonderful world of sales and all of the advantages of having mentors. You see, when I started, I didn't have any mentors. And I remember day after day, really even praying for an older man to come and show me his wisdom. I really wanted a mentor badly. I remember sitting in my, I could see myself now in, my, in the townhouse that I lived in when I first moved here, sitting at my computer trying to figure out what to do. I'm reading audio, I'm reading books and I'm listening to audio programs and I had very uh, many virtual mentors. But I wanted someone here to say, Elliot, let me help you. Elliot, let me show you what I think about what you're doing right now. Elliot, let me give you some advice based on the experiences that I've had. I wish I had that. I begged for that. I pleaded for that. I paid for that. One mentorship program cost me five grand, and it was a weekend long. I can tell you that it changed my life, but I didn't get a mentor. It was called a mentorship, but it was really uh, in a way for me to learn some new things about the profession I was going into, internet marketing. Then I signed up for another mentorship program, which was virtual. I spoke to the mentor one time. I paid about five grand for that one also. 
And to this day, I still pay for various mentors. I pay, I pay out of my nose for many mentors. But I didn't have one that just wanted to work with me because of the pursuit. Because we had the same, we were, we were pursuing the same goal as in sales or as in a coach and athlete relationship, which I missed greatly. You know, I really, I really relished in having coaches when I was in college and high school. Didn't have that out in the world. I was lucky that there were a few men that I met at some of these mentorship programs that were a bit older than me, and then they just took a liking to me. And they, uh, we exchanged email addresses. And one guy in particular, Bob, Bob Hess, Bob watches my videos sometimes. He said, you got it, kid. There's something going on good with you. I think you'll be, you're well on your way. Let me help you out here. And he sent me some information and resources to, that really actually taught me how to meditate. He, he got me into meditation. He got me into visualization and uh, an affirmation. He taught me about goal setting. He taught me about a lot of things that like I had only read about, but this man through email and phone communication out of, and, and out of the kindness of his own heart, he lived in Wisconsin, I lived in Florida. I mean, we couldn't be more opposite. Decided to help me and serve me and I was grateful for him. I share these stories with you just to give you some perspective on where I am and how I got where I am and some of the struggles that I've had. In hopes that perhaps it'll help you make a decision about what you do henceforth. Again, I don't want to help you make the decision and I don't want to tell you what to do. But if I was in your shoes, and in a way I had been, I would say take the mentorship not for anything more than the fact that you'll get to be able to be nourished by the wisdom of older men. We need this, men. We need this tremendously. Our world has fallen into the grips of anarchy and, and pain and, and dysfunction for many different reasons, one of which, a significant one of which, is the lack of male mentorship. Even if you do have a father in your home, many of our fathers are so busy working outside the home that the boy doesn't get to see what the boy, father actually does. That's where the distrust comes from. Daddy leaves, daddy comes back. I don't know what the fuck he did for eight hours. Things seem to be going well, and every once in a while he disciplines me. I don't know what this man is doing. There's a sense of distrust that comes when a father leaves the home for many hours and the son doesn't know what the father is doing. One of the ways to rectify that is to bring our children to, into our work or let them see our work. But that's, you know, now I'm talking about restructuring society. But you know what? Society is structured by people and people make choices about how they're going to live. So my friend Brad, of course this is a long, I'm, I'm going on and on and on in this video about various different things and hopefully you can pick some gems out of it. You're in a place where you get an opportunity to be re-fathered. Some of these men will be father-like figures to you, and you need this. And you'll be working with them on a daily basis. You see what they do, and they're, they're fully transparent with you about how they go about earning their living and at the same time teaching you how to do what they do, like our fathers used to do in our ancestors' days. And I'm also going to finish this video with a call to action to all fathers with sons. 
that although you're a good father, I'm sure you are, I had a good father, I, I, I do my best to be a good father myself. One of the things that we weren't taught, one of the things that society doesn't value nearly as much as it used to, and one of the reasons why things don't look the way we would potentially like them to look, especially with our sons, is because they grow a form of distrust towards us because they don't know exactly what we do. I meet boys on a daily basis that come into my gym and I say, what does your dad do? I'm not really sure. And not only are many of them not sure what they do, but they're almost ashamed sometimes because their dad does some shit that their dad doesn't even believe in. Ah, he sells insurance or something, but he fucking hates it and complains about his boss every day. No wonder why you don't bring your son to work. Because you don't believe in the work that you do. How could you believe in the work that you do in you, if you grew up in a home where you didn't even know what your father did? It's a sick, sad cycle of dysfunction that spirals downhill. Make it an effort. That's my only, that's my only offer here. I don't want to tell anybody what to do once again. And I'm, of course, I'm talking to many different people in many different ways in this particular video. Find a way. You see, when you know what your values are, this is very important. It's one of the things that we forget about very often. Our values. What are your values? What are your values? What are your values? What do you value? Look at that question deeply. Spend a lot of time on that question. Question that question when you've answered it. You should always be considering your values. Now, when you figured out what you value, and if you have children, and a son in particular, because that's what this video is about, I guarantee you that one of your values will be to grow this young boy into a well-adjusted, contributing, masculine man that I could be proud of someday. Every man who has a son feels this way about his boy. Of course, there are fathers who have left their boys. That's a totally different story and I make no judgments thereof. I'm talking to those who are still living with their sons, who are fathering their sons. Find a way that we can bring our boys up, not just in our shadow, but with our light. Live a life where you shine a light and help your son shine his light with you. Of course, he's going to have his own ideas and he's going to have his own convictions and values too, but let him see your light. And if you don't know what your light is, come back to the original question, what do you value? And when you align your life with your values, your light will shine. And the future generations of men will grow. Your legacy will be powerful and potent. If you consider this one thing done.